This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by the private practice of Dr. Bob Jones, otherwise known as my son Walter, my little kitty cat. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the official cause of death of Queen Elizabeth. I'm your host, a guy that's for sure no longer welcome in the UK, Tim Down. <laughs> hey boy, we're going to divide my audience on that one. Come at me, royalists, you, you, you uh, scallywags. I don't know. I don't know what the British people say, you know? They've got all kinds of different, uh, uh, you know, English. It's, they've got a word for everything. You know what I'm saying? I've already said, you know, way too much. But we're going to get past that. We're gonna, we're just going to plow ahead here, as they say in the biz. Uh, as some of you may or may not recall, this week uh, is the first week uh, of the actual competition, the powerlifting competition that I'm in for work. So yesterday, on Sunday, was the day that the bench press was due. If it seems I'm like I'm speaking about this in kind of a um, roundabout way, it's because the competition was was kind of canceled and then uncanceled. If if that makes sense. Um, if it doesn't, don't worry. Uh, I'm I'm about to tell you. I'm actually about to explain that. So, I would actually be a little bit surprised if that did make sense to you right off the bat, because uh, that would mean that you're either stalking me, or you're a huge empath, maybe, or I just have already spoken to you this week in real life, in uh, in person. Like an old person, you know, that, you know, in-person conversations are like the blockbuster video of, of conversations. They're kind of, kind of last year. Pick it up what I'm putting down. But so last uh, Wednesday, I want to say, yeah, there's a little group chat for myself and the other two people that are in this competition. Um, and one of them sends a message on, on Wednesday and is like, Hey everybody, sorry, I'm, uh, had a bad summer and uh, I'm not, I'm going to have to bow out of the competition. I was like, fuck. Uh, okay, I guess. And then the other guy said, um, don't worry about it, man. Same here. So I was like, shit, I guess I guess the competition's off then. I guess <laughs> I guess we're done here. Uh, but then the next day, I just wanted to confirm, you know, because I didn't know if he meant same here as in I've had a bad summer or same here as in I'm out right because i didn't want to show up today and be like hey dude where was your bench like it doesn't count now because you missed the deadline um so i asked i said you know hey are you done or are you are you still in and he's like well you know it depends like how are you feeling like are you good to to submit your lifts and it's like i don't know i feel good about like one of them but i i'm still i'm still in it you know i'm, I'm not i don't plan on dropping out just just like that. Um, so he goes, well, you know, since one other person dropped out, I'm guaranteed a silver medal at least. So, yeah, I might as well. And the other guy was like, damn, that sucks. And talking about our lifts. And he's like, you know what? Whatever. I'll just uh, I'll just do it anyway. You know, I'll just I'll just submit what I have, what I'm where I'm at and and call the day. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, guys, there's nothing on the line here. There's no prize. There's no money. It's just glory. 
Like, literally, I was more or less thinking of this as just a way of pushing myself and getting to the ma- – seeing where I'm actually at. Because, you know, as I've talked about in the past, um, I didn't want to overload myself too early on. Like, I didn't want to jump right up to 225 on the bench just to be like, uh, yeah, I think I can do that, right? I would do, you know, 135, go up to 185, uh 195 maybe 205 and then i'd stop and i'd be like okay well i did you know x amount of reps of 205 next time i'll try bumping it up a little bit so over time i've been building it up and each time i've gone more or less i've been able to increase the weight a little bit if i if i've attempted to um i only failed once uh and i didn't have a spotter so i had to save my own life which was which was a lot of fun um so for me this was mainly just see what my actual limits are and then hopefully come in second place maybe and then now I know where I'm at with everything and I can train accordingly if I want to bring my numbers up uh and uh so I was just kind of the whole thing I was kind of like it's you know I guess this is what I get for you know doing a fitness competition for with people in their 40s but <laughs> Listen, hopefully uh, none of them ever uh, hear about this. I have been lying about not having a podcast uh, because, obviously, um, anyone that knows me that's listened to all the episodes or just recent episodes know that uh, this reflects quite poorly on me. I tell a lot of stories about myself that are not very flattering. Uh, I think the way I come across is not very educated. I'm a bit of a dumb guy. Thank God I'm handsome. Right, guys? Right? saying (laughs) okay um so that notwithstanding uh i submitted my lift which i'll talk about in a little bit uh and i didn't watch the video until i uploaded it last night uh because my friend filmed for me and when i was uploading it i looked i'm like oh man it's like not good form uh, you know, like I definitely did touch the bar to my chest, but it was quick and and I really struggled. Like it was a real grinder. If you know, if you know fitness fitness lingo, I, I really grind grounded out. Um, so I don't know if it would pass in a regular competition, but again, in a regular competition, we would not be doing it like this. We would not be competing against each other in any way, shape, or form. So. I just sort of got ahead of it a little bit, and I was like, here's my lift with awful form, haha, sent it in, so they couldn't be like, oh, it's a little cringe, man, you didn't really, I don't know if you really locked it out, but at the same time, I was thinking, you know, uh, you guys both quit this competition at one point or another, so are you going to really nickel and dime me on the fucking fucking form? And let me tell you, I kind of knew it was going to happen. Uh, I just had a feeling about it, and so I came in Monday. One guy was like, "Oh, it's great, man. Good job. Uh, you know, better form than than me at this weight." Uh, and then the other guy goes, oh, "I don't know. Did you did the bar touch your chest?" I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, it did. Now, all the lifts I did that day, the bar touched my chest. So it counts. And not to mention the fact. So we agreed months ago." back when this was supposed to be in July, that we submit all their lifts by Sunday. 
and I am the only one that submitted my lift as of Monday night. So I don't actually I don't know if it's still on. I I don't know what the fu- I don't know what this is. So I'm just going to continue as if it's on. So this week the squat is due. So on on Monday, this coming Monday, I will be able to tell you what my squat was. Um and that leads me into uh, the actual lift because when uh, my so my friend texted me and said because my friend that I work out with a lot uh, he said hey man like let's go you know get your uh, you know film this weekend get your PR and then I at the time it was off so I'm like yeah I think it's actually off so we decided we were just gonna go to the gym anyway try and hit some PRs and just go from there, right? And then in between, the competition came back on. So we went to the gym and I was like, I want to at least film my bench. I'm down to do like all the other ones. I just want to make sure I have the bench filmed. So we warmed up a little bit, started doing lifts. As of, uh, I think early last week, I hit 255 on the bench. So I knew I was at least going to get that. I think I filmed, we filmed that. Basically, my friend would set the phone up, like lean it up against the water bottle, then come spot me because I'm at the point where I'm lifting more than I, or I'm going to shoot to lift more than I ever have by like more than I would normally increase it by. So there's a chance I could uh, suffocate myself (laughs) with the bar, (laughs) with the... an obese adult's body weight on my neck. I, I don't know how strong my my neck muscles are. I I learned somewhere. Oh, from the movie Sin City. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Sin City. There's a point where Bruce Willis uh, is is nude and is uh, I think the proper grammatically speaking, I think it's hanged. Although I, is it? Here's the thing. This is why grammar is annoying because it doesn't. It gets a little bit too technical because I think hanged is when you die from it. Like, if someone is executed by hanging, say they were hanged. But I think if it was temporary, then it's hung. I mean, you can be hung while you're hung and while you're hanged. You know what I mean? (laughs) We worked a little blue on the Downsizing Podcast. Again, I'm sorry, Mom. (laughs) So fucking stupid. Oh, I am a goddamn disappointment. Uh, My brother's in radio now, so I'm officially... (laughs) I'm not even the best broadcaster in my family, or at least the most successful. (laughs) Oh, boy. We do very different content. Uh, Listen. (laughs) Where was I? Yeah, so Sin City, he's he's hung by his neck, and he's like, ah, shit, I'm going to die. And then he's like, oh, no, I got to. I gotta survive. So then, he says, "Tighten the muscles in your neck because I think that protects it from being suffocated." So all that to say, the only thing I know how to save my own life in that situation is from a movie that came out years ago. That I'm quite certain, if I were to watch it now, I'd find it very cringe. Even though it was my favorite movie when I was twelve, I want to say. Um, so did two fifty five, then hit two sixty five which is the one I submitted, but we, uh, my friend was like, oh, do you want to try 275? 
And I don't know if his if my form looked way better from from the upward perspective, but I very barely, very barely got 265. But I was still, you know, in that mode, in the in the ego lifting mode. So I was like, yeah, let's try it. <laughs> and so we put the weight on. He helps me unrack the bar. I bring it down on my chest. And then it just stayed at my chest. And I was pushing as hard as I could. And it, was, it wasn't moving one inch. And so I was pushing. He's like, you got it. You got it. I'm like, nope, absolutely don't. I do not. I absolutely, I appreciate it. I really appreciate the sentiment. I do not have it. So then lift it back up, racked it. He's like, do you want to try 270? I was like, yes, I do want to try 270. Even though I knew in my heart of hearts and even just my regular heart. I don't know. I, I was under the impression there's only one heart. Apparently there's a heart within the heart or there's a heart that the heart has. I'm not sure what that expression actually means. Probably sounds better in like Latin or Greek or whatever that is. We're getting sidetracked a lot. Uh, I don't know. I've increased the ADD medication. I'm not sure if it's helping or not. It's making me very focused and much more aware of the you knows. So I'm trying to keep more of a handle on them. I don't know that that's a, an effect I can really tell to my doctor. But we'll see. Maybe. I mean, if my doctor were to start listening to this podcast, I think. <laughs> oh, boy. She's like, I think I want to increase the amount of times you're going to go see a psychiatrist. I think we need to really fix what's going on with you. And we're sidetracked again. So I tried, anyway, tried 270. Got the bar maybe like four inches off my chest. Didn't go. So we're like, okay, we're done here. We're, we are done with bench press. Uh, and we decided... You know, it's still a PR day, so I'm going to go see where I'm at with the deadlift and uh, at least film something so that whatever worst case scenario, because I actually am going away the weekend I'm supposed to submit the deadlift. So at the very least, I'll have something. Uh, and so we start setting up. We're doing the warm up. Um, I should be doing sumo. And actually, I, I did do sumo months ago when I was uh, working out like pretty consistently before the gyms closed. And I want to say I did 350 or three, I think around 350, which is more than I've done with conventional, but we decided to do conventional for the competition. So that's what I've been doing. Um, but because I'm what, uh, what they call in the business or what they refer to as a, uh, fat guy, uh, it, it puts me in the not best position when lifting conventional. So after the competition, I'm going to probably switch to sumo, even though I guess everybody thinks it's uh, it's cheating. But that's just coping. You know what I'm saying? Picking up what I'm putting down. Sorry, I just had a sip of some blueberry tea. I'm drinking a lot of tea lately. So anyway, we go set up uh, the, the old deadlifts. Uh, I, I, for this competition, I was allowed a belt and lifting straps. But to be honest, I, I really think I've been training deadlifts like once a month, if that. So I haven't been getting a lot of reps in and I haven't gotten, I haven't, I've tried the belt once. It didn't really work. So my plan was sort of to just do without it. And maybe once I lose a couple LBs, a couple, a uh, couple centimeters on the old waist, then, uh, then I'll start using it. But I did try using straps. I, I, <laughs> I fucked up with them because the idea was straps in case you're, you don't know what I'm talking about. It's the straps that go around your, your wrists. 
and then you wrap the strap around the bar and it helps you lift if your grip is not very good. So then you don't really have to worry as much about holding onto the bar. You can just focus on, you know, engaging all the other muscles. But the way you're supposed to use them is like, so if you pick up a bar, it wants to roll out of your grip in one direction, right? Because your hand's going to open and it's going to roll towards you. And you're supposed to wrap the straps underneath the bar, like around the bar kind of, I don't know how to explain this, but so that it can't, it would be rolling against the strap, if that makes sense. Listen, I'm not a fitness guy. I'm not a YouTuber. I am, you know, I'm not one of these 2% body fat guys. I'm not making TikToks. I don't know the mechanics, okay? But I think I've more or less got it. I, I understand how it works. I just can't explain it, which if you're maybe one of those motivational TikTok guys, you're going to be like, well, if you can't explain it, then you don't understand it, which thank you. I, you know, we, we all appreciate the input. Um, but I put them in such a way that they were, it would roll out of my hands the exact same way. So it was only this time last Saturday that I used them properly. And even at that, so up until this point, the most uh, I've done was 315. I tried 325 and I failed. So put ended up putting 335 on the bar. I tried to pick it up, failed with straps. And then I was like, you know what? I want to just try doing a mixed grip. Because the first time I was able to actually lift 315, I did it with mixed grip. And since then, I was able to do it not with mixed grip. So, but I will, you know, it worked for me in the past. So I just want to try it again. And it worked. Like it was easy. It was I. It was literally easy, and it really f- kind of freaked me out and threw me off because I went from being like just by rotating one by supinating one hand, I went from not being able to pick it up to locking it out with no problem. Uh, so that was kind of surprising, and then went up to three thirty-five, and didn't get it, but then my friend had some straps with him he suggested I use those and so I tried them and I was able to get it I got 355 that's what I recorded that's my official PR as of right now and I think what it was is the ones that I have oh boy (coughs) the ones that I have are like leather so they grip a lot more which on the one hand is good but it's also not because once you tie both your hands in, you're kind of locked into where you are. So you're, it can mess up your, your setup. Um, but his are more of like a fabric material, like a, a woven kind of thing, like uh, the straps you'd have for your truck. Um, so even once you tie them together, you can kind of still adjust a little bit. I think that's what helped. Um, and the guy next to us was kind of funny because he was looking, he was just doing pull-ups and then some like shoulder presses, like the, the press part of the cleaning press. And he looked at the bar at one point and he's like, is that 285? And I'm like, no, it's 335. And he was like, damn, that's what I weighed like a year and a half ago. And this guy was one of these guys who looks like he's what every, my vision of every vaguely wealthy Quebecois guy is like, if that makes sense. There's a specific type of wealthy Quebecois guy who 
works in some corporate job. He's like some kind of executive or some sort of uh, CFO. Some the title that starts with a C, whether it's CFO, COO, CEO, whatever. Super thin, goes biking, goes hiking, wears Arc'teryx, has wears Montreal Canadiens hats or Expos hats. You know, just an active guy that's super thin. And that's what this guy looked like. But he's like, yeah, I weighed that like a year and a half ago. And I was like, what the fuck? And he showed us a picture of himself, and he was a, he was a big boy. And he had uh, he ended up having gastric bypass surgery, which as a result, it brought him, made him lose weight. But because he couldn't really eat anything, he lost muscle too, which I didn't even think about with that, right? Because I guess that's part of why it's so drastic is because you are going to lose weight, and it's for when you are in a you know in a severe situation where you need to lose a lot of weight for your health but it also prevents you from holding on to any muscle really you're building any muscle um now i will say 335 that's give or take 20 pounds off from where i am right now so it's not the most encouraging thing to hear somebody that was like not that not that much heavier than me getting gastric bypass surgery but at the same time he would have been from basing what he told us, he would have been around 50 when he got it or early fifties. So not exactly the same situation, but it's kind of the situation I'm hoping to avoid. And I think this guy was part of the reason why we both hit PRs is because he was just super, he's like, man, you guys are crazy strong. You guys are, it's insane. Like I'd never be able to lift that amount of weight. It's crazy. Like, you could, you guys and we're like, yeah, look at us. We're fucking huge. Um, <laughs> And the thing that, honestly, the thing that jazzed me up the most was not so much my PR, but I've been like I've, I've been really kind of worried about my shoulders because I feel like I don't have good shoulder mobility. And I was talking to the guy about this, and he's like, "Oh, we'll try this." And he grabbed there was like um, it's like a tube that's used for uh, electrical wiring. Um, it's just like a gray tube. It's maybe like a meter and a half long. And he's like, here, try this. See if you can bring this behind your head. And I was able to, actually. I was able to take it and just keep my arms straight and bring my, you know, my arms all the way behind my back and back to the front, which I didn't think I could do. And I think part of the reason why I feel like I have bad shoulder mobility, um, not to blame my girlfriend who can maybe hear me right now, but she's double-jointed in her shoulders. So if she stretches her shoulders, she can bring her hands so that they're like, perpendicular to her body but behind her head and I can only really go straight up so I was just happy to know that I had good shoulder mobility Uh, but then my friend did hit a 405 pound deadlift which is uh, horrifying Uh, (laughs) one day I'll get there one day Um, hey but you know what maybe I've still got newbie gains Maybe I'll hit that next week and become incredibly unlikable. <laughs> God, that'd be so annoying, wouldn't it? If I put on like 100 pounds on my deadlift in like a week and a half, that'd be no good for it. I wouldn't even announce that. I would say I'd drop down to do like a 225 deadlift because that's not likable. Speaking of, all I've been doing, I feel like all I've been doing this episode is just literal bro talk, like gym bro talk. Um... So I'm sorry about that, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a powerlifting competition, so it kind of comes with the territory. 
Um, sorry, that's my blueberry tea. If you're wondering, uh, we didn't, and um, so yeah, I did 265, which is my official submission for bench for this competition. I did 355, which I might keep, I might not. And we didn't do squat because we were already at the gym for like an hour and a half. And it's a lot to do PRs on all this. It's a lot on the body. So we uh, we decided to call it a day there. Or no, sorry. We did we did do some squats. We just didn't do uh, PRs on squats. So put in a lot of work on Saturday. And then I went home. I showered. I got changed. And then I went to my... 10-year high school reunion yeah it's um it's upsetting that it's been uh, 10 years it's also really funny to talk about to talk to people you haven't seen in 10 years like oh like what have you been up to since high school it's like man what have i been doing for the past 10 years like there's so many things but it's like i worked two jobs and and now i have a I don't think I don't think I, in fairness to me I don't think I brought up the podcast I had some people bring it up to me which was very nice um but yeah it's just funny to be like oh I guess what are the big thing and then it's like oh yeah I, I work from home now that's that's mainly it uh moved out uh what are you up to yeah I had two kids just bought a house in the suburbs uh working for this company <laughs> okay that's that's terrific. That is super duper fucking likable. And uh, we, the people I was talking to for the most part, um, we sort of had like an unofficial contest. This wasn't like a, a real contest, but it's more just remarking like the three categories of, of, <laughs> of like success were for the first one's just for the guys. Um, how good is your beard? There's a lot of people that were, you know, in the running for that. Just nice, full, long beards that connect at the corners of the mouth, all that stuff. I was not in the running for that. Uh, the other thing was uh, job title. Um, who has the best job? A lot of um, consulting type things. A couple people are uh, in sales. Uh, my friend Zach does special effects for, like, big movies so i think he's definitely probably probably near the top for that um the other people like professional artists or, or things like that but you know it's tough uh, it's tough to beat making movies right uh, he also had a, a solid beard so uh <laughs> it's like fuck two out of three eh oh and then the last one was do you rent or do you own um and zach actually also <laughs> bought a house with his girlfriend so i think zach i think zach actually won if we're doing overall if we're doing all categories i think i think zach wins the reunion um i did not come in first in any categories in case you were in case you were wondering <laughs> which you know listen i i have long hair that's what i have um and I will say, though, so, you know, talk about high school, talk about things that are, you know, things that happen, a lot of fun stories. Uh, one that I thought of that has always made me laugh thinking about it is, uh, so I did music in high school. I did it from grade nine, which is when I first got to school up until graduated in grade 11. Um, and I also did grade seven and eight, but 
that was in Alberta. And at the end of each year for music, because people that are in music tend to stay in music for the most part. So there's a lot of people that from beginning of their high school in grade seven, just when it starts in Quebec, in case you think I'm fucking that up completely, uh, up until grade 11, you're with those same teachers the whole time and a lot of the same people. And so at the end of each year, they would get in a circle. Everybody would talk about the year, talk about important things that happened, things that they liked, their favorite memories, whatever. And in our graduating year, it's the last time we're doing it. So it's, it's, uh, it's a lot more emotional, right? People are saying, you know, I remember coming in and I first got to high school. My first class was music. And I, I remember, you know, all the friends that I've had throughout high school came from music and I learned so much and blah, blah, blah. And then even the teachers are saying things like as, as if we're on the same level now, saying things about, um, you know, they'd say, you know, it's tough disciplining you guys sometimes because you say things that are inappropriate and things that you shouldn't say in school and are a bit rude. And so we have to discipline you and get you in trouble and tell you not to say that. But at the same time, like, it's it's really funny. So it's it's hard to, to, to stay mad at you, right? So it's this big moment where you're transitioning at a high school and everyone has all these great memories and talk about how they feel welcome in music and how it changed their life. And my friend Trevor, <laughs> uh, he came into high into our school in grade ten, and he was maybe a third of the way through. So in a big circle, he was uh, about a third of the way through. So by the time it got to him, people had already said a lot of very emotional and sincere things. People have made some jokes, but everyone's you know starting to feel it. And uh, the high school that I went to was BHS, stands for Beaconsfield High School. And Trevor starts talking, and this is the first thing he said, completely sincere, just not even saying it as a joke, just kind of sort of almost looking off into the distance. He goes, yeah, you know, when I first, when I first came to the school in grade 10, uh, all I knew was, was that it was known as Bitches, Hoes, and Sluts High School. <laughs> and since then, I've come to really appreciate this. And just we kept going and saying something sincere and nice about it. <laughs> Man, that is a wild way to fucking start that. <laughs> That's a crazy way to fucking start. And I was ta- telling that story to him, and then he pointed out that, I guess when he f- first came to the school he didn't know how to read sheet music and he learned so he learned to uh, from those teachers so he ended up by saying thanks for teaching me how to read (laughs) it's a very unique guy that trevor let me tell you it's always uh always doing something interesting (laughs) this guy in the reserves now since high school first thing you ask him you ever killed anybody (laughs) There's a guy there as a cop. He said, hey, should I ask him if he's ever pulled his gun on anybody? And I'm like, no, you definitely shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. The immaturity. The sheer immaturity of us all. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was other stuff that, that happened that was kind of funny. Um, oh, I got a lap dance from a guy that I don't really know that well. And I can't quite remember why, but it did happen. Um, and then he sort of gave it to another guy, which uh, 
I guess is something that happens at uh, at these things. You know, cut loose a little bit, see, uh, <laughs> you know, revert back to your old high school self. Uh, I was just some of the teachers did show up as well. Uh, our music teacher did not show up, despite what one other teacher said, which is disappointing because uh, myself and Trevor and probably some others were planning on getting him hammered, which would have been a lot of fun. Um, um, and uh, yeah, you know, it was a good time. It's a good time. Uh, I, I'm sure I had some other interesting things to say, but uh, a lot of you probably don't believe me on that. You haven't had anything interesting to say this entire time. It's fair. Um, I will say also the next day, after hitting all those sweet, sweet PRs, uh, my girlfriend and I went to this um, thrift store. She bought a new dresser because uh, her old one didn't open very well. and It was kind of small. So we went. She found a new one, paid probably uh, 150 bucks for it. And I think that they price those uh, based on the weight. I think it's a dollar per weight because that thing was fucking heavy uh it was really fucking heavy um and actually i'm i i'll I'll admit i fucked up the story a little bit we bought it on friday it sat in the car for two days and then on on sunday after not that this matters even a little bit i just now feel like i have to correct it which i've i've gotten annoyed at people for doing in the past like when someone tells a story like oh it was last monday or no wait was it tuesday Let's see, on Monday I was at work. And then Tuesday I saw Mike. Maybe it was su- No, it wouldn't have been su- Maybe it was Wednesday. And it's like, it, no one cares. It doesn't fucking matter. This is not interrogation. So, on Sunday, decided to bring it upstairs. And uh, it involved a lot of me pulling it up. Because I put it on the uh, our hand cart we use for groceries. I pulled it up a set of stairs super sick trap engagement, I will tell you. Uh, but then it didn't fit through the front door. So we had to go through the elevator, do a lot of tilting, a lot of picking up, a lot of dragging. And now my forearms are so fucking sore and my shoulders are sore and I couldn't find any Epsom salts at the grocery store. So I just have to sit and suffer. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of, I don't know if I thought I had more to say about bringing in the dresser. Uh, made me feel like I should be, you know, in a moving company. I feel like it'd be really good for the old forearms, get some good definition. Right now they're big, but I think it's mainly because they're kind of fat also. So I've got kind of like bouncer forearms, but they're very weak. So that's not, uh, it's not much to brag about. Now... Those are the main things that have happened this week, but I do just want to tell you a little story about a conversation I had with my girlfriend this evening. Now, some of you may recall some of the stories I've told in the past about uh, the Adele thing. Uh, Uber has it, for those of you that don't recall. Um... 
and so this is a st <laughs> I wonder if she's going to hear me telling this and come in. The first thing she asked me after this conversation was, are you going to talk about this on the podcast? And I said, yes. So she was showing me some, some TikToks that she found funny. And which is actually, I don't mean to, if that sounded like dismissive, like, oh yeah, she's showing me some bullshit. She thought was funny. It was really fucking boring. Oh, they were funny. Uh, there was one, there was a guy sort of making fun of his dad and saying he had hemorrhoids. You probably all seen it. And it had a joke, made a joke about like preparation H, which is a hemorrhoid cream. And then my girlfriend goes, oh, my dad has like a hemorrhoid cream that's, that's like, it's, it spells out like rub ass. And I'm like, what? What do you mean it spells rub ass? She's like, yeah, it's rub and then some, some numbers, but it spells rub ass. And I was like, do you mean rub A535? She's like, yeah, that's it. That's it's rub ass. And I'm just like, I don't think, I don't think that's what that is. And I don't, A535 is one of those things that I, I kind of know what it is, but I really just from hearing a bunch of commercials for it. So I don't immediately know what it's for. And so we look it up and she goes, she's just laughing. She's like, oh, it's not even a hemorrhoid cream. It's for sore muscles. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. It's not rub ass. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, up until this point in my life, I always thought it was, I've just thought it was rub ass. I thought it was just a funny, you know, little play on words. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think medicine normally does that. I think it's normally either the medicinal name or it tells you what it does. Or there's not usually, it's, it's, it's they don't usually make a joke of it, right? Like there's a, re, like Viagra is not called, Coco Max, you know, or <laughs> there's a reason why I never did improv because it all comes down to that. I could have made a funny joke about uh, some kind of clever med medicinal thing or some kind of non vulgar disease, but it always goes right to penis talk, right to penis humor, right? Which, uh, I mean, come on, it's a crowd pleaser. Or if you're in a monogamous relationship, it's for an odd, a crowd. Of, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, I don't know. Maybe if anyone out there also thought it was rub ass, uh, for the record, it's for sore muscles. It's not to, I don't think you're supposed to put it um, on your bum hole. I think you're supposed to put it on your elbows and maybe your neck uh, joints uh, muscles, things of that nature. I think it's kind of like icy hot, but I don't know if it's hot and cold or if it's just menthol or I don't know if it's like tiger bomb, which you're definitely, listen, if you're wondering, you definitely should not be putting tiger bomb on your, on your tiger butt. No, oh, we are really, f these are not good jokes at the end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Maybe I just feel really sad because the Queen of England died and I made light of it. <laughs> I'm sad because now we're going to have an old guy on the money instead of the Queen. Oh, boy. 
I might be the dumbest person that's ever lived. Uh, so anyway, I think we're going to have to call it there. I, I don't know if I'm just losing steam emotionally or I'm losing confidence in myself. I was talking real big about PRs and talk, made this real Jimbro podcast. Um, this was, you know, the more plates, more plates podcast where the plates are all referring to food that I'm eating. I'm eating a lot of plates of food because I'm fat, because you didn't get the joke. That's what it was. Um, so we're going to call it there. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at excessively underscore Caucasian, or you can send me a little email, downsizingpot at gmail.com. Don't be shy. I don't bite. and I also don't check it that often. Uh, we're going to end this week with the top song from when I graduated from high school, from the year I graduated, which was 2012, which is somebody that I used to know, which is pretty fitting for a high school reunion, I feel. So enjoy that. Tune in next week to see uh, what my PR squad is. My squat PR. I don't. Do I even understand what grammar? <laughs> okay, I gotta. I gotta go. I'm having a hard time. Bye bye. school.